It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Friday Light. It's like Friday, just a little lighter. That's how I always like to explain it to people. Yeah, you could just explain it by saying Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) But that wouldn't be as fun. No, it's not. It's just an excuse to say Friday twice a week. And that's what I like. It just, it feels like Thursday has a little bit of that Friday energy, like Friday's annoying little brother energy. Like you're still not to the end of the week yet, but you're getting pumped up about it. Yeah, it's in the family. We'll take that. How was your day yesterday? Anything fun? Um... I went to combat with a spider, which we've now identified as a wolf spider. So hate that for me and my home. You can't kill those spiders, Casey. They're pest control. I'm telling you. They're the pest. No, it's not a pest. What's the pest? The pest in this situation is you. (laughs) (laughs) Not at my house. Watching you and your fiance try to eradicate this spider was hilarious. Which happened. And then we left his body on the porch as to tell all his friends, you know what happens around here. Don't be pulling up. His friends are going to pull up and eat him. This is how the world works. (laughs) Disgusting. (laughs) Just free pest control, dude. Uh, Yeah, my day yesterday was fine. I don't know. Didn't really do much, which is good because I'm kind of bracing myself for this weekend, which is like three concerts in one night tomorrow. It's insanity. Jason Aldean songs for soldiers with Travis Tritt and Turnpike Troubadours all in one night in one city. It's like they didn't talk to each other before they decided to come to St. Louis. Let's go. Uh, We do have Jason Aldean tickets again at 7.30 today, so be here for that. We'll play some dramatic readings. Also, you can win a four-pack of Songs for Soldiers tickets uh, for tomorrow night with the Big Three. So choose your concert and play. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. One country artist was just added to Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential People, and it's probably not who you would guess. Maybe some top guesses would be like Morgan Wallen. Mm. No. Luke Combs was on the list back in 2021. Garth. Garth. Nope. It's Kelsey Ballerini. Mm. So Kelsey's obviously being recognized. Great reaction. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Obviously, she's being recognized for trailblazing for truth in the art she releases. This is pointing towards her EP, Rolling Up the Welcome Mat, which is a collection of songs about her, uh, it like documents her divorce process, but also often forgotten about is the book of poetry she released last year. I always forget about that. I know. And uh, something I think is really cool and unique about the Time 100 lists is that they always get another celebrity or public figure who knows the candidate well in their personal lives to write a short like essay or short article about them. It's always interesting to see like, oh, Michael B. Jordan was nominated. Who wrote his little expose? You yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. I need to write a book of poetry. Book of prose. That's what I need to do. I think you might be late to the trend. Nah. I think it's out. Poetry doesn't die. It just When's continues. When's the last time you read it? Was there what, a- what, what? Dude, nobody reads poetry. That's but right. everybody's got it. Anyway, the person who wrote the short essay about Kelsey Ballerini is none other than Shania Twain, which is pretty cool. Shania Twain writes an essay about me. I'm dead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kelsey, um, I'll say this. 
To paraphrase and give you a gist of it all, here are some of the things that Shania said in her short essay. Kelsey and I first met at a country music awards show. I remember thinking back then how talented she was at such a young age. She isn't afraid to be vulnerable and really brave with her songwriting. At this year's CMT Awards, she performed with a full troupe of drag queens as her backup dancers, which was fabulous. She has a powerful sense of self in those moments because she knows where her heart is and she always leads with love and inclusivity no matter what. I will say that I was a little surprised at the VMAs, like her performance at the VMAs. Uh-huh. Cool that she had like a little wardrobe change in the middle of yeah, it. Yeah, a little foggy. But I wasn't sure because I feel like in the country world, we kind of live in our own little bubble sometimes. Uh-huh. How many people would be singing that song back? And there was a lot of people that knew every word. So good for her. Yeah, I don't. I have a hard time putting Kelsey only in the country music category because she's so next gen. Taylor Ver- Swift, pop country, like she yeah, sits right in between those two genres. Versatile, as they would say. She's versatile. Tell her that next time she's here. Remy and Casey. What's the best way to sell fundraising products? 314-699-4766. This has been happening since the dawn of time. Kids walking around neighborhoods selling whatever. Pizzas, chocolates, butter braids, whatever. Has it been happening since the dawn of oh, time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I did this, this hits as a kid. me as something that like started in the 80s. Um, I guess I, I, I would like know something tells that, me, but. I don't know that our grandparents were walking around like, do you see my butter braids? We're trying to get a new <laughs> playground at school. I guarantee this still happened then. Just curious. But anyway, go on. When I was in American Legion baseball, we'd always have to stand out in front of the grocery store and be like, Hey, you want to donate to American Legion baseball? And they didn't ever, they didn't get anything. They just gave us money. And then we got to go to a, a Cubs cards game at some point if mm. we raised enough, you know? Uh, but, uh, I come to work today. With the world's finest chocolate. If you were looking, look no more. Because I have the world's finest right here in the studio. Right here in Creve Core. So as I'm leaving the house this morning, I just feel weird about asking coworkers to buy chocolate bars for a dollar. Oh, I wouldn't. You, what? you don't feel weird about that? You need you need to strap on your parent pants <laughs> and start at the end of this hallway, studio row, and hit ever. You need to kick open these doors and say, hey, <laughs> I got the world's finest chocolate. It's a buck each. If you need a minute to find a dollar at the bottom of your jeans pockets, let me know. I'll be here all day. Also take Venmo. Or the salespeople. Oh, yeah. I was just going to leave it in the kitchen. No. You know, put a little Venmo thing up there. Oh, no. That is way too trustworthy. Nah, I think, I think everybody's... I don't think anybody's gonna who's gonna steal chocolate from okay, children. Okay, well leave it in the leave it in the kitchen or whatever you wanna do, but I still think you need to go around and just let everyone like campaign a little bit. Market it a little. Okay. Otherwise it's just good. You've seen what happens, those soda tab tops things yeah. that people put in the kitchen. No one contributes. Can I okay? pay you to be a spokesmodel for the world's finest chocolate, Casey? I might. <laughs> I'll fan a white that all day. Look at this. I have Krispies. I have milk chocolate. I have dark chocolate. If you like, oh, I love caramel. Mm. I do have to say the kids put in some work this year. They got home. The the first day they got the chocolate boxes, went up and down, sold 80 bars in an hour on our street. Crazy, right? And of course, you've got a couple grandmas in there that are like, I'll take 20. You know, they'll never eat them. Right. But they're just, you know. They're giving them to their grandkids. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, I, I need a I need a good tactic here. I've brought them to work. There's a box of chocolate in the studio. How do I offload this chocolate before I leave today? Mm. 
That's your goal today. It's my goal. How many bars do you have today? 60. <laughs> Three, we got it. 314-699-4766. I need your tactics. Or your money. Or your money. Are you yeah. close? <laughs> Constant plight of being a parent and having this fundraising chocolates and pizza. We got an email the other day from someone on our on our staff that was like, I got pizzas if you want pizzas. And it's just like parents running through the trenches for their children They'll trying to get the anything. stuff sold. I honestly was like, because the, uh, the prize, the big prize that Emerson wants to go on and Leo want to go on is this uh, urban air. It's like a trampoline park. They're going to mm. take like a whole uh, class trip during the day and Cute. go there. And I was like, you know, we could just sell one box of chocolates and we could go to Urban Air whenever you want. Right. We could, <laughs> if you just tell your mom, we Save could ourselves. probably drive there. Like $500. Uh, but yeah, every day Emerson has been like, Dad, you need to take it to work. You work on the radio. We could sell these in seconds. I was like, I can't do that. You're and not. She already knows. Yeah, She's I know, already right? got that going on. It's crazy. Uh, let's go to the phone. Hi, it's Barb. I think you should go around the entire building and sell your chocolate bars because you've got a great personality and everybody will buy one. <laughs> I think if you see, here's the thing. You put them in the kitchen. It's passive. They can turn you down. But if you're standing in front of somebody, it's a lot harder That's for the them point. to say We're no. We're selling these chocolate bars, <laughs> man. Exactly. And if you need any help, just let me know. I'll come down later on this afternoon because people tell me I can sell a brick wall. There you ah, go. That's talent. There you go. Well, we appreciate the call, Barb. <laughs> Hey, keep up the good work. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. High and deep to right field. Did he do it again? Yes, he did. Home run, big fly, Palacios. And the Cardinals get on the board first. And Palacios has homered three times in this series. What a guy. Palacios on fire right now. Scoring the only run of the game last night, getting the win, securing two out of three against the best team in the league. We just, we turn on at the wrong times. <laughs> it's a little too, a little too late, but yeah. you know, we'll take it. Uh, the cards have the day off and we'll welcome the Phillies to town tomorrow night. First pitch at 715. Uh, Wayno celebrations. Okay. Yesterday they released a whole bunch of different celebrations that will be happening as this is Adam Wainwright's last year in the league. September 29th is a theme ticket giveaway. A shirt will come with that theme ticket that says forever in the Wayno era. Okay. How you feel about that? It's I a don't red like shirt. It. You don't like it? It just seems a little, I think they could have done something a little more timeless than that. And I know what's more timeless than something that says forever in the Wayno era, mm. but it just, it feels a little kitschy. Okay. You know? Casey, not a fan. On the 30th, there's going to be a post-game concert featuring Adam, Adam Wainwright. Wainwright. Hey. He's expected to debut three new songs. How are we feeling about that, Casey? Interested. <laughs> We've been talking to him about his uh, potential upcoming country music career and how, you know, here in St. Louis, it's Adam Wainwright, but we would, ha we would have to play the songs oh, yeah. if they're good. So I'm interested. Okay. Well, he's got three new songs. He'll be doing that after the game on the 30th. So if you've got tickets for that game, stick around afterwards. And then Sunday, October 1st is the guitar giveaway. We talked about this on the show a while ago. The first 25,000 fans would get a little 21-inch playable guitar complete with Wayno art on that. So a collector's item, if nothing else. Cute. 
Uh, there's also going to be a pregame ceremony on October 1st. I believe that'll be a, the last game or at least the last part of that series. So, Do we think he also sings National Anthem at his last game? Maybe. Maybe. I'd be okay with that. Really got the crowd going the first time. Yeah, it did. Because nobody knew. Nobody knew until he just walked <laughs> up there. And Aaron Rodgers is breaking his silence after his Achilles tear, saying he's completely heartbroken over the injury, though he added he ain't ready to retire over it all, at least not yet. As for future plans, Rodgers certainly didn't seem like a guy who's ready to call it a career, saying that night is the darkest or the night is darkest before the dawn and I shall rise yet again. Who says that in an interview? Florence and the Machine is who says that. Yeah. The dog days. Oh my gosh, this man and his Achilles heel. I've had enough of him. Uh, still no word on utilizing any other quarterbacks. Uh, so I just think if he was smart, he would just bounce. Just going to be the backup for now. So we'll see what happens. But Aaron Rodgers on the couch saying things like, I will rise again. <laughs> Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL. It's out. The official cast of the show. No one watches anymore, but we still manage to talk about. It's Dancing With The Stars. It's always just the stars, quote, stars that we talk about. You know what I mean? At the yeah. beginning. Yeah. And then you never really hear. Like, I'll tell you what. I have no idea who won the last season of Dancing With Stars. I couldn't tell you either. Yeah, no idea. Yeah. Simone Biles. Was she on the show? I think she was on the show. And uh That might have been a while ago. <laughs> a long time ago, yeah. Okay, so this year, the cast, I'll run through it real quick with you and let you know like where they come from because this is probably the first year where I recognize almost every name. Wow. Cause I don't. Okay, well let's do it. Ariana Maddox of Vanderpump Rules, aka Scandaval. Allison Hannigan, aka Lily from How I Met Your Mother. Model Tyson Beckford. Mm. I will say I don't know him. Tyson Beckford. Doctor Strange actress Sochio Gomez. Harry Jowsey of Too Hot to Handle. Charity Lawson. She's the Bachelorette. Mauricio, uh, I think it's Umansky of The Real Housewives Universe. Politician and activist Matt Walsh. I'm yours, Jason Mraz. <laughs> NFL running back Adrian Peterson. Adrian. International influencer Lele Pons. Romy, aka Mira Savino. Uh-huh. Britney's less impressive sister, Jamie Lynn Spears. And Greg Brady himself, Barry Williams. I thought that he had already been on the show. Barry Williams? Yeah, was there a different Brady Bunch brother? I'm I have no idea. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. There are I'm, two more to choose from, so. I think I'm most excited about Jamie Lynn Spears. So, <laughs> Jamie Lynn Spears says that she, and they get paid per episode. I don't know what they get paid per episode, but she said that she would donate all of the proceeds that she got paid toward... Uh, Her sister? I don't know. Toward some charitable... Fund, okay. But everybody knows that Dancing with Stars has nothing really to do with the dancing. It's just mostly a popularity contest in the sense that, like, the people with the biggest fan base or the biggest platform to market or campaign themselves, campaign for themselves on the show. Yeah, those are the people that stay the longest. So Jamie Lynn Spears, not doing great 
with the reputation lately. <laughs> I don't know that she's going to be staying very long. Yeah. Yeah, she uh she's come up several times with the with the book. Does she have a she has a book, right? I think she might have like written a tell a book. all. Um, uh, I think Jamie or uh, Brittany's book talks about her and how she's like not not as supportive. Yeah, they're and, not on good terms. She yeah. just released the Zoe 101 movie, which I heard sucks big. Um, so yeah, the show will air on ABC and Disney Plus this year, which is new. It starts uh, September 26th and Tyra's out. So Alfonso is going to host with Julianne Huff this year. Okay, that's fine. Right, like we're again, we're not going to watch it. <laughs> but it's fun to kind of touch on it. I think Lele Pons will win. Who do you think? Uh, Tyson Beckford. Mm, yeah. A model. For sure. Unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Casey, did you have a favorite toy as a kid? I one think that you it could depends think on like the age. Sure. Just like one that stands out I right now. I was definitely like a uh, teddy bear kid. Like I always had like little stuffed something or another coming along with me. Were you a fan of Koosh Balls? Koosh. Koosh. Do you remember those? No. <laughs> well, the National Toy Hall of Fame has revealed their 12 finalists for the 2023 class. The finalists this year. And I only do these stories because it gets me all nostalgic feeling, and I like that. Oh, these are the balls that are like, they have plastic hair coming out exactly. of them. Yeah. I didn't know they, were, they had a name. It's a Koosh. The finalists this year are baseball cards. Just in general, which I had many of. The board game Battleship. Bingo. Bop it. Twist it. Pull it. Cabbage Patch Kids. Choose your own adventure game books. Connect for Mattel's Ken, specifically. Mm. The Little Tykes Cozy Coop. You know, the the one that you, like, kids, you know, pedal with your feet. Yes. Nerf Toys, Slime, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Those are all really good options. Huge. They're huge options. I think I'd have to go with uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, baseball cards, and uh, choose your own adventure books. Wait, going with... Wait, are they announcing who's going into the Hall of Fame this year, or... These are just the finalists, so they choose the three finalists. of those. Yeah. It's so lame. Those are all such iconic toys, they should all just go in. Yeah, and I think... I think they do get put back into the mix if they're not chosen Later that year. On. Yeah. I don't love the whatever it's called toy hall of fame because they're always doing this. They're always taking the toys, <laughs> they're always played doing with this. all of them, and they're like, mm, but pick one. And then at the end of the year, they're going to say, it's the 2024 toy of the year. And, it, and then they say something like, chalk. <laughs> yes. It happens every time. <laughs> Sand! Exactly. That was one! <laughs> That's so true. But at least these, I feel like all these have sub, have substance, aside from like, yeah. I don't know, the category of baseball cards. I agree. They all have know? some sort of like branding and you can, yeah. you can, yeah. Any of these that stand out to you? I kind of forgot what you said. Baseball cards, Battleship, Bop It, Cabbage Patch Kids, Choose Your Own Adventure Books, Connect Four, Mattel's Ken. I'll give it to Ken. I'll give it to the Bop It. Okay. And uh, yeah, those are my choices. I think Boppet's probably the most modern thing on here. I will say though, slime, while it has stood the test of time, it yeah. did become very popular over the last five years. Yeah, or so. it's having a, a resurgence. Yeah. It's having its moment. Well, the uh, 
You'll get to know next week. Three of the 12 toys will wind up getting inducted into the National Toy Hall of Fame. Uh, Bingo and Nerf were also nominated last year, but they didn't make the cut. The three that did make it were Light Bright, Masters of the Universe, and The Top. The top. Exactly. See what I mean? Poor Mutant Ninja Turtles. Poor Light Bright or whoever. Every year they're raising their eyebrows and they're like, they really chose Nerf over us again. Dang it, Dice! Get out of here! This is our 50th year doing this! <laughs> Remy and Casey. All right, all this week we've been giving out Jason Aldean tickets for his show tomorrow night at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. If you're going to go to the pre-party, that's where you're going to see Casey. She's Holler. Uh, we've been playing dramatic readings all week long where I read some random lyrics from a Jason Aldean song. You call in, tell us what it is. If you don't have plans for tomorrow night and you want to go to the Jason Aldean show, be listening to these lyrics read dramatically by myself. And, and you got to listen close because once Remy gets his music going and he turns on his... Uh transatlantic accent <laughs> it's pretty unidentifiable all right are you ready yes all right here we go reminiscing on the good times water balloons super soakers wet t-shirts and women in bikinis <laughs> kenny rogers <laughs> penny loafers I have no idea. <laughs> you don't know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who wrote that though? That's hilarious. 314-954-9230. If you think you know what those lyrics go to, what song they're in, mm-hmm. let us know. And good luck. Apparently it's hard today. Kenny Rogers. Remy and Casey. All right. Kylie in Edwardsville going to be playing alongside Casey in the big three today for those Songs for Soldiers tickets. Casey, ready to spin the wheel? Let's spin. Okay. I think you should be good at this. We'll see, though. Today, we're playing the one-second song challenge. I'll play you one second of a song. You tell me what it is. This is all genre. That doesn't help at all. You can go to Kylie for one of these if you do not know. But tune your ears. Kylie, I have faith in us. One second of a song? Like one Mississippi second? She's going to guess how many she thinks you got right at the end of this for those Songs for Soldiers tickets. And it's roughly one second. Oh, that means you picked a... No, it's over every time. I'll say that. It's over one second every time, but less than two. Okay. All right, here we go. Are you ready? Yes. This is sound clip number one. Mambo number five. Final answer? Yes. All right. This is going to be so hard. Here we go. Sound clip number two. It's the one where Herbie like flies off a cliff. <laughs> In the one with Lindsay Lohan. Um, I hate that that's your reference. What, that's what, your reference what, point. What, is jump! Herbie the love bug. <laughs> and that's when he jumps. Yes. All right. Flying through these. Here's audio clip number three. I know what it is. Kylie, you know what it is. What is it, girl? Can I hear it one more time? Yep. <laughs> Isn't that? Oh, just, come on! Just say what you think it is. I'll play it one more time. I wonder. Here we go. 
has on the tip of my tongue, but I don't think I'm right. Nah. All right, I'll win it for you. It's Skater Boy, Avril Levine. I almost said Adam Levine. Oh <laughs> Adam my Levine. Gosh. It sounded a little different. Be like, ah! All right, we go to Kylie. How many do you think Casey got right today out of three? I think she got three right. Oh, yeah. So confident. I should have made those harder. Yeah, you should have. You just don't know with you. You're right. I think I'll surprise you. You know? Mm-hmm. So here's the first one. Obviously, that is Lou <laughs> A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita's all I need. Okay, that's uh, number one was Mama number five. One of my favorite songs of all time, Van Halen. Jump, jump. What jumping? It's just I don't know. It's the it's the I don't know. It's it was an anthem that I used to listen to on Fridays after work, and I I've kind of gotten out of that phase, but I don't know. I think they can only be your favorite song if you have a killer vertical. (laughs) (laughs) Who says I don't? (laughs) All right, and and number three, you got it right. St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Let's get corny. Mm-hmm. I feel uneasy about that. <laughs> Reva McIntyre is promoting. I don't know if she does this every year. I'm a little confused about where this came from. Reba McIntyre is promoting corn mazes as we prepare to be immersed in pumpkin spice season. More than 40 farms across America are paying tribute to our redheaded country music queen, Reba McIntyre. In 24 different states, 40 plus farms have teamed up to make Reba's face into their crops to to like create the best corn maze, essentially. That's actually a really good idea because I feel like most people in this situation be like, if we can just get one field with our logo or our whatever Reba's in it. Reba's like, I nah. need at least 40. 40. You can find them in Arizona, Arkansas, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, Iowa, Indiana, Maryland, Minnesota, Missouri, Mississippi, New Jersey, New York, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Virginia, Washington, Wyoming. Where the hell is Illinois? Yeah, I'm a little I'm a little upset about that. But I will say if you're doing any flying lately, just look down. You might see Reba. (laughs) That's pretty cool. Allegedly, all of them will be open for the public on September 16th. So this weekend, allegedly, I think this one... um, is that, I could be wrong, Brookdale Farms? It's in St. Jen. So oh. it's absolutely like visitable. Wait, 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 wait. No. Brookdale Farms in Eureka? No, this one's in St. Jen. Do they have a different one? Maybe it's Brook something Farms. Okay, I'll look it up. There's a farm in St. Jen. I don't know. But I have to say it's like the most boring of all of them. <laughs> I was a little disappointed. Some Dang of them, it. Some of them like have their face and have guitars yeah. and the whole thing. And this one just kind of, it says her name. I want to go out there when they actually do this. So like. They don't, they don't cut it. From what I understand, they actually get all the seedlings up. Uh-huh. And then they they kill with the GPS oh, and cordas. They kill the, uh, the actual 
to make the pads and then it just grows in on its own. Farmers and or corn it. maze experts, feel free to enlighten us. Yeah. Uh, you can call in and tell us what you think at 314-954-9230. Absolutely no hate to this farm in St. Jen. I think it's so cool. And the picture of it is on our Facebook page and Instagram story. Reba said, quote, Growing up on a ranch in Oklahoma, I know how important agriculture is, and I loved being involved with something that brings more people to farms across the country for good, wholesome fun. So, like I said, I don't really know why she does this, but she does it. Hi, this is Reba McIntyre, and I'd like to personally invite you to come get lost in this year's country music corn maze. So come on out, get lost, and enjoy some farm-tastic fun. <laughs> Are we sure this isn't Eureka? Yes, dude. Okay. Actually, the website is wrong. It says Genevieve, Missouri. I think it means St. Jen. Ah, uh, okay. Remy and Casey. All right, time for Therapy Thursday. Therapy. Therapy is in session. We got a text message, and I want to read it to you now. Casey, are you ready? These get wild, yeah. From the 314. Hey guys, I know you guys love yourselves some October Halloween stuff. I need some opinions. Mm. So I finally landed myself one of those 12 foot skeletons from Home Depot. Hard to come by. It's taken three years. Figured I'd pop that bad boy up September 1st because I'm basic, currently drinking a PSL as I type this. Sure. Neighborhood loves it. Teens are coming by taking pictures with it. Adults are razzing me for putting up decorations too early, but there's one mom that wants me to take it down because her son is scared of it. I said I spent $300 on this bad boy and I want to enjoy it. Not to sound too dramatic, but in this world on fire, something as stupid as a 12-foot skeleton brings me joy. Then she looked behind me and smirked and said $300 shouldn't break the bank. Then she said, but it costs nothing to be kind to a little boy who is scared. I said, thanks for the suggestion. What should I do? This is hilarious. So you got one boy in the neighborhood who is upset at the skeleton. I don't know if this is like on a route to school every day that they have to go down this street to see it. But if you know, I feel like you just do one of those like, hey, close your eyes. We're going by this thing again. Not to get the people who like to yell all worked up, but this does scream quintessential like... You don't have to comment on everything. You can just keep going throughout your life. You don't <laughs> yeah. have to yell about everything. If it's not, I don't care if your kid's scared. So what, you drive to school in the morning, say, hey, Timmy, you want to look to your left? Because the skeleton's on your right, okay? <laughs> now shut up. And honestly, the damage is probably already done. Like if he's the seen it. The damage is done. He's seen it. He's, he's nervous it, yeah. about you. He thinks that you've got things going on at your house. Exactly. I have seen far worse displays of Halloween decorations in yards. Things hanging from trees by necks. Right. Bloody it's Halloween. How ghosts, old is this kid? Things like that. Like people that have called the cops on people's decorations because they think it's real. No offense to Timmy, but it's really not the neighbor's problem. <laughs> we normally don't have the same opinion on something like this, but uh, I'm kind of in the camp of leave it up. And those skeletons, they're so cool. They're so big and hard to find. Kudos to you for spending $300 on one decoration, you know? For going all out, doing what you want to do, 
and at least the rest of the neighbors like it. If there's one and if it's a five-year-old, we can get over it. It's Therapy Thursday. Therapy Thursday got a text message from a woman who put up one of those 12-foot skeletons from Home Depot, which is already cool because hard to get, yeah. right? They always sell out of those things. She said that it's taken her three years. Well, someone in the neighborhood, only one person because the rest of the neighborhood's cool with it, uh, says her 12-year-old son is afraid of it and that she needs to take it down. Well, Tina, your husband scares me when he gets the mail in his underwear every morning. So I think we could both compromise. So we're wondering, uh, as far as opinions go, on what she should do with the skeleton. Do you take it down because one kid is scared or do you leave it up? From the 314, uh, you keep it up but dress it up in a funny costume. You should Cute. make it fun. Yeah, Cute. I, I say you keep it up year round. You know what I mean? Oh, look, it's the tallest Christmas elf. Oh, look, it's the Easter bunny now. And you dress it up for every holiday. Oh, look, it's Cupid. Yeah. That you, could Because be you fun. know there are people out there that just because they were told to take it down are going to double down on this and yeah. be like, oh, now it's up all year. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Nail it. Uh, from the 618, I bet her child will go trick-or-treating. Yeah, what then? You right. got to tell all the kids with the creepy costumes that they that they can't be creepy, you know? Right. Because there's a lot. there's going to be a lot of that. You tell the scream mask kids to go back home? Yeah, I don't think it's a kid's scared thing. I think it might be a parent's control thing. That's true. It's a scary holiday, let's be honest. Should we be celebrating in September? I think that's the bigger question. Mm. You know, should we have a 12-foot skeleton up on September 14th? I put my pumpkins <laughs> out yesterday, so I can't speak. <laughs> there you go. You got the gourds out. Awesome. Uh, let us know what you think on the text line, 314-699-4766. Today, we thank Steve Larimore, who was nominated by LaDonna Larimore. He's a canine handler, so there you go, Casey. Uh, for the Chester Police Department. He has received the Valor Award for saving the life of a disabled woman. He has taken thousands of dollars of narcotics off the streets with the help of his canine, Freddy. Freddy! Gosh, that's cute. <laughs> Very cool, Steve. Thanks for everything that you do. You can be like LaDonna and nominate somebody for a hometown hero at 923wil.com and send a request song. Steve, this one's for you. It's Garth Brooks. Just want to give a quick update on candy bar sales. Selling chocolate. That's selling chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> Had that one teed up. I if didn't even you know. know. You know. <laughs> uh, sold forty three five. Sold forty five this morning. Wait, and you brought sixty to work? Yeah, yeah. So there's nice. limited supplies in the kitchen right now. What? And that was the goal to leave with none. So you only got a little bit left. That's true. But I will say this. I say you go down there to that ESPN studio where all those ex jocks are. <laughs> That's where the money's at. You know you want some chocolates, don't you? You know you want some chocolates. Here's the thing. I have another whole box at home. <laughs> it's never ending. I only brought one, and I'm sure the school would love it if I just sold hundreds of boxes of chocolate. As soon as they find out you're talking about it on the air, Emerson's going to come home with like five more boxes. Yeah, that can't happen because, uh, yeah, I can't use the radio station to sell chocolate bars for Illegal. The Columbia School District. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you have a big, uh, uh, if you have large pockets and you just like to, you know, donate money to your local school systems, I'm sure they would appreciate that. Uh, but yeah, I would say it's, it was a success. I mean, we're not even to 10 o'clock yet and we've got 45 bars See? sold. And thank you for the bars that you purchased. $3. Yeah, so uh, thank you for that. If you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast. We'll see you back here for a Friday. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Facebook at 92.3 W-I-L.